Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Do we still believe that God is a miracle worker? Amen. I don't know about you, but I'm glad to be in the house of the Lord. He has been good to me. Amen. I was just thinking it's been about 28 years since I've received the gift of the Holy Ghost. If you do not have the Holy Ghost, it will radically change your life for the good. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I want to give honor to Pastor and the staff here for allowing me to preach tonight. And I feel like I have a word from the Lord. I just want to talk to you for a little while about the name of Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Why don't we read our text? We can open up our Bibles to the book of Genesis, chapter 32, verses 22 through 27. Genesis 22. 32, 22 through 27. Hallelujah. How many want to hear from the Lord? Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I am ready for the Lord to move tonight. And he arose up that night, and he took two wives and two women servants and his 11 sons and passed over the fort Jabbok. He took them, and he sent them over the brook, and he sent them over that he had. And Jacob was left alone. And there he wrestled with a man. He wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. Verse 25. And when he saw that he had prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh. And the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint as he had wrestled with him. And he said, let me go for the day breaketh. And he said, I will not let thee go, except thou bless me. And he said unto him, what is thy name? What is thy name? Let's bow our heads. Lord, we love you. We thank you, Lord, for all that you have done. I pray, Lord, that your anointing would rest on me tonight, Lord, not for my sake, but for the sake of the hearer. I give you honor and praise and glory and thanks. I pray, Lord, that you would speak to us tonight in the name of Jesus. And everyone say amen. amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Amen. So I was driving to work not too long ago when I was by myself, and I heard some words come across the radio, and it was advertising a movie or something of sorts, a song. And the words came out of my radio, and they said this, What is your name? What is your name? And as I was riding to work, to work, I could feel, and I had been praying, I could immediately, when I heard those words, the Lord smote my heart. And he said, What is your name? Who do you identify with? Hallelujah. Who are you? What do you call yourself? Amen. They say that a name is associated with your upbringing. The type of status you hold in the community sometimes is tied to your name. Politically connected or not, your name matters. Your name tells a lot about you. People know your family by your name. They know if you have a certain 
last name, you are someone in the community or you hold a certain status. You tell people, you know who you're dealing with when you, deal, when you know somebody's name. Back uh, when I was growing up, we were raised in a poor neighborhood, and you knew the tough names not to mess with. You knew that if you were messing with a certain last name of a certain person, that you were going to deal not only with that person, but you were going to deal with that family because they had been known to be just rough and tough characters. Amen? You were identified by your name. Hallelujah. We knew that in the little town of Grayson, there was a family that you didn't mess with. It was the Alvarado family. Everybody knew them. They were a big family, but they were a family that you just didn't mess with. You knew that if you messed with an Alvarado that you were going to have to deal with the older brothers. And you were going to have to deal with the cousins. You were going to have to deal with that family. Who you are matters. Who you are matters. There are great names in history, such as Napoleon. Living from 1769 to 1821, he rose to prominence in the European wars, which followed the French Revolution, first as a general and later the Emperor of France and the King of Italy. When you hear that name, you know that that name means something. It is a name that is well known throughout history. The warriors of today know that name. They know him as a warrior. They know him as a general. They know him as a king. He is a name that is well known. Hallelujah. These are names that are tied to you. They tell people who you are. George Washington, we know that name very, very, very well here in the United States. Commander-in-Chief of the American Forces during the War of Independence. His tactical skills helped the American Army defeat the British despite losing some battles. George Washington also went on to serve as the first United States president. That is a name that we know. It is a name that is in our history books. It is a name that is taught to your children. Hallelujah. Those are names that are known. But God kept pricking my heart and kept pushing me and prompting me and asking me, who do you identify with what does your name mean hallelujah we know that abram the father of many nations we know that gideon is the destroyer one we know that peter was the rock hallelujah but tonight i'm here to ask you who are you and what is your name do you know who you are do you know who your backup is? Do you know who you serve? Hallelujah. Do you know who makes a way for you every day? Do you know who answers your need? Do you know who is the one that leads you in a dark 
place. He is a light unto our path. Do you know who you're associated with? Hallelujah. What is your name? Who do you associate with? Hallelujah. Genesis 32 said that Jacob was left alone and he wrestled with a man until the break of day. And when he saw that he had prevailed not against him, he touched his hollow of his thigh and the hollow of his thigh was out of joint. But as he wrestled, he said, let me go for the day is breaking. He said, I will not let thee go except thou bless me. Why would he want to get blessed if his father had already blessed him? What was he looking for in that blessing? He said, thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince, thou hast power with God and with men and hath or hast prevailed. And Jacob called that name of the place Penile, for I have seen God face to face, and my life was preserved. Amen. The blessing of his father was not good enough. It only carried him so far. It only blessed him financially. It only placed him in a leadership role. I'm here to tell somebody that you have come this far, but God wants to change your name tonight. Hallelujah. Tonight could be your night. Amen. Hallelujah. The blessing of his father just carried him so far. Jacob knew he had been missing something. He knew that there was a challenge called Esau that he was going to have to face. He knew there was a fight coming. And he knew that if he was able, going to be able to be victorious, he was going to have to get a name change. Hallelujah. I'm wondering if there's someone here tonight. I'm wondering if there's someone here that is tired of just going so far with God. You are just tired of coming to church. You are just tired of singing the same songs. You are tired of going home the same way. You are tired of facing life without the power and without the anointing of God. Can I get an amen tonight? Hallelujah. The blessing of the Father only took him so far. Hallelujah. We knew how he got that blessing. He deceived his own father. His mother was involved in it. He got that blessing, but that blessing didn't change his name. That blessing only took him so far. There is a point in your walk with God where the walk has to be serious, where you have to come to a place of reckoning. You have to decide whether you're going to finish this journey called living for God or not. Can I get an amen this morning or tonight? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Jacob could not be used of God until his name was changed. Hallelujah. He knew that that blessing would only take him so far. But he also knew that he needed to have that special anointing. He needed to come to grips of who he really was. 
He needed to, to, to admit to God, hey, Lord, Lord, I am a liar. And I am a deceiver. I am willing to come to grips of, of, of who I am. Is there someone here tonight that is willing to come to grips with God and to say, Lord, I know that I come from afar. Hallelujah. Many of us come from different places in life, but some come from afar. Hallelujah. And it is until you come to those uh, uh, a realization in your life of who you really are. And do you have that same nature in you? Do you have the surplanter nature in you? Or do you want to get a name change tonight? Hallelujah. I'm wondering if there's somebody who's saying, Brother Chavez, I am tired of coming to church and going home the same. I am tired of just coming here and not being changed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The blessing did not mean that he was saved. The blessing only took Jacob so far. The blessing only took him so far until he got his identity changed. There had to come a transformation inside of him. He had to come to grips with himself and say, Lord, I am a sinner. I need you to change me. We're, uh, we're just going to stay the same. I feel like preaching now. We're just going to stay the same. We're just going to go home the same. Somebody hear me tonight please and come to grips with yourself admit who you are and give it to God and allow him to change your name hallelujah hallelujah this walk with God is not an easy walk hallelujah you're always going to face something there's always going to be something in your way it is a way that God works his relationship with you. Hallelujah. Let me, let, me, let me explain my point. When you have a relationship with God and he puts you through a trial that you can barely bear, you come to grips with yourself. Hallelujah. Come on. Let's talk about life here tonight. You come to grips with yourself and you begin to start to ask the hard questions. Hallelujah. You start asking questions such as, I'm a child of God. Why am I going through this? Why am I in pain? And why haven't things changed? It brings you to a state of, uh, of, of reckoning. It's a state where you have to make some decisions. Should I walk out on God and blame him? Or should I remain in the fight and keep coming to church? There is a place in God that you have to get to. That you got to get it up in your spirit. That you're not going to walk away no matter what. All hell can break loose in your family. They can take you and walk you out the doors in your workplace. But you got to decide for yourself if you're going to live for God or not. Hallelujah. I'm going somewhere. We'll get there. Hallelujah. 
Jacob came to this place. He was tired of being the same. He knew he had had some victories, but he knew in order to be be be, be the one uh, to have the sons that were going to be the patriarchs. Hallelujah. He knew that if he was going to be used of God, he knew if he was going to take it to the next level, he had to have an identity change. He had to find out who he was in his life. Hallelujah. And so when you go through a thick trial, you go through these trials and they bring you to a place of decision. Hallelujah. I know what I'm saying. You start asking the questions. Hallelujah. Don't act like you don't know what I'm saying. Should I even go back to True Vine? Hallelujah. Am I the only one that goes through something around here? Why is Brother Lee always so happy? I've asked those questions. Hallelujah. Always got a smile on his face. Dress is nice. Hallelujah. But it brings you to a place where you're, you're at a stopping point, a place of decision, a fork in the road. Which way are you going to go? Hallelujah. It's a place of decision. And so as you go through trials... You come to these places often, and every time you make the right decision, you get closer to God. Hallelujah. It's almost like you, you and your your wife or your husband, and you get into an argument. And in your mind, you're saying, wow. And you're remembering when you were single. (laughs) Brother Renee, don't laugh. Right? What is it? You just got in a big argument. She left. Perfect time to skip out, brother. Right? But what happens? You stay. She comes back. You build. And you're stronger. Hallelujah. 30 years this year. I've been leaving and coming back. Hallelujah. Am I saying something tonight? Are you getting it tonight? Hallelujah. God makes us stronger like that. Our relationship is built. Hallelujah. I know of people that don't have a problem with cheating on their wife. They don't have a problem with that. But you know what? Staying makes you strong. Hallelujah. You know what? I've been through so much these last few years in my life. I feel like I can go through anything with my family. Hallelujah. You know why? I've came to to this point. I said, God, it's all yours. It ain't mine no more. I am tired of fighting. I gave it to God. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I'll take care of what I got to take care of. Hallelujah. I'm here tonight to tell somebody, amen, there's a point in your life where you got to get stronger and you have to ask God, who am I? And if I am, and if you are tired of being the same person, hallelujah, you got to begin to wrestle with the angel of the Lord and you can't let him go until your name is changed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't get any ideas. 
but leaving your wife. Amen. So you go. It, pre- it really does. Think about it. God gave me this revelation, and it's been in the Word already. I've already read it. But when God gives you the revelation and the light turns on, it means something different. It really, it's really appeals to you in a different way. And he said it's, it's like a, a marriage. You have the perfect opportunity at these moments where you're wrestling with the angel. You have the perfect opportunity to either give up the fight, to walk out of a marriage, to walk out of the church. This is a place of decision. Hallelujah. And we hit these places often in our walk with God. And it is God's way of saying, I'm going to bring you closer. How many know of people that have been through things together? They've been through war together. They've been through marriages together. Hallelujah. They might be a veteran, but they may be police officers watching each other's back on a daily basis. And they are close. I'm sure in the fire department, there are there is a brotherhood there. Why? Because they have fought in fires together. They have watched their back, watch each other's backs together. You can't separate because it's a bond being built. You can't separate those guys. Why? Because they went through something together. Woo! You're not getting it by now. Hallelujah. We'll wrap this thing up in about 10 minutes and say good night. God is wanting a deeper relationship. We go through things every day, and we wonder, why me? Why me? Why me? How come? When's this going to end? Well, I'm sorry, but it's not going to end. You're going to have to learn to live for God in the midst of your trial. Hallelujah. I read a sign on a wall one time, and it really appealed to me. And it said, I quit asking for the storm to stop. And I learned to dance in the rain. I'm talking to somebody tonight. Hallelujah. I saw a lot of your faces when I was preparing for this message. And God said, just tell them it is my way of building a relationship with them. There is a bond that you can have with your spouse or with somebody that cannot be broken. Hallelujah. But it, it, it only happens together there's things that you you'll never experience alone you'll only experience with the one you love there are things in your life amen so this is God's way of saying hey hey uh I'm I this is my way of building that stronger bond with you there is a love that goes and surpasses good looks amen that doesn't apply to me but hallelujah but there is a stronger love. Hallelujah. This is why you get uh, elderly folks that pass on. And shortly after, it seems like the other one passes. Why? Because they have become one over time. They had went through so much stuff together. They've learned to just rely on each other. And they can't function right without them. Hallelujah. It's the same thing with God. He wants to build that love relationship with you. You are so precious to God. You are so precious to God. That's a revelation in itself. I don't know if you realize, but you are the only thing that God touched when he created us. He touched Adam and he formed him from the dust of the ground. You are the only thing on this earth that God breathed into. Hallelujah. He loves us so much. 
but he works us. It's, 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 it's his plan. He works us, and he puts us through trials, and he makes us stronger so we can be stronger, and we could uh, 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 go, through, uh, go through things in life, but with him. Because if, if it's his plan, uh, by, by this plan he's got of, of making us stronger by putting us through trials, uh, and, and it's him that wants to build this relationship with us, then he's got to be there with us, right? Because uh, if you liken it unto a, a marriage, uh, you, you, you're going to have to go through it together, and it builds you strong. It makes that marriage strong where it is unbreakable. And God wants this relationship with us that is far more than some of us have, have even experienced. Hallelujah. God is very, very passionate. And he's, he's very, very interested in us. And, and your questions have come up. And I know you've asked them, if you love us, why do we go through these things? And... All he's saying is, it's my way for us to go through it together. Hallelujah. Holding your hand. Why? Because you're in a love relationship with God. Hallelujah. If you're not in a love relationship with God, something is wrong. Hallelujah. God really, 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 really is crazy about us. And he spends... Uh, a lifetime trying to build that relationship with man. Uh, he's, he's the only thing on this earth that he, he is willing to live inside of. Right? He's the only thing that we're, we are the only uh, beings on this earth that God is willing to trust us to preach his word. Hallelujah. He's the only one that he'll, he'll step up and, and he'll fight for you. Why? It is a love relationship. This is why he calls us the bride of Christ. Hallelujah. Why? Because he's liking it unto a relationship. And, he and you're going through these trials. And you're wondering why. why you're, it's like you're dragging this leg. And this trial won't leave you. And you get better, but it starts dragging again. And all along, God is saying, I am with you. I will never leave you or forsake you. I'm just trying to build a relationship. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to destroy you. I'm not trying to send you to hell. I just want to love you. That's it. It's a very simple revelation. But it's probably, probably, and I know it's the most important one that you'll ever inquire in your walk with God. Hallelujah. Is that love relationship with God. The day that you realize that your trials are just a test of love is the day that you're going to look at a trial differently. Hallelujah. I look at some of you. And I know some, some things in your lives. And I know what some of you have been through. And I have questions myself. And I really felt like God said, tell them I'm just trying to build a closer bond with them. That's it. That's his plan. That's how he ordained it. We go through things together. We build relationships. What is it with, you, you know what they say about newlyweds? Let them be married for a while. My daughter's about to get married, 
Hallelujah. Hopefully she's not in the building. There she is. <laughs> Hallelujah. Wait a while. Right? The test of time. It's a definer of people, right? All right. We got music. So it's, 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 it's like the relationship is new. You don't even know each other. You've never lived with this person. It builds stronger. As I see couples sitting together, I see beautiful families and marriages, and they're together. Why? Because they're built over time. You don't walk out when the bills can't get paid. You don't kick your husband when he's down and he lost his job. Hallelujah. Right? You're building a relationship. It's not a marriage counseling, I promise. Hallelujah. But God is just wanting to build a closer relationship with us. And this is his plan. His plan is for us to go through, to put you through, th uh, through things in life and for him to walk with you. And as a result, it builds a stronger bond. It builds stronger love. You are closer to him. Hallelujah. We are it to him. We are everything to God. Uh, I know I live in the same world you live in. I'm tired in midweek service as well. I know that I have to go to work tomorrow. I know that the bills don't stop coming. I know that I'm going to have to go through things this next week in my life. But I also know that I am not going through it alone. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I can tell now. That we're getting it. Hallelujah. All he's doing is trying to build a relationship with us. It's very simple logic. Hallelujah. All he's trying to do is say, okay, this is the way I did it. Okay, you're going to go through some stuff. You're going to have some hardship. The business isn't going to, it's not going to last. Hallelujah. You're going to lose your job. You're going to have some health problems. Why, God? I am a child of God. Why can't it be perfect? Because he's building a relationship. And if you don't go through anything with God, the bond is not there. Hallelujah. I don't even know how I thought about this one. But I was sitting on my couch the other night, and it hit me. I got so excited, I started to write. And he said, it's very simple. And we've all seen it in the word of God, you know, that, that he's going to be with us. And, and going through trials is how, how he makes us stronger. And, 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 but but he, it's, it's really a love relationship. It really, really is. And I just want to encourage somebody tonight because we, we all live in the same world. And tomorrow's going to be tough, tough uh, for somebody. And some days are going to be tougher for others uh, tomorrow. And some of us have to deal with uh, different things in our life. And, and I'm not speaking uh, from somebody who has it made by, by far. I don't have it made. Uh, so we all gonna, we're all going to go through something. But uh, if I can impart this revelation that I feel like God gave me, and it's in his word, that when you're going through a trial, it's God's way of saying, I am with you. I am going to be, I'm, listen to this, okay? I'm going to show you that I am a protector of you. How many, how many men want to man up when somebody messes with their wife? Hallelujah. Mark, raise your hand. Hallelujah. Right? If I go over there and I start bad-mouthing Brother Lee's wife, he's going to be waiting for me out here. He's not going to say nothing. He's probably going to slip out this side door 
And people are going to ask, what you doing, Lee? Waiting for Chavez. <laughs> right? Would you fight for her if somebody was hurting her? Hallelujah, I feel the Holy Ghost. Would you protect her? What if a wild animal was there? Would you die for her? Come on. Come on. Absolutely, he says. Hallelujah. What did God do for us? Come on, Mark. You're a big boy. I know you're going to stand up and fight for your wife. Hallelujah. But what, what did God do for us? When sin was upon us and we had no way out. We were like a rat that was caught in a box and we couldn't get out. And he stepped up. And he said, devil, you laid sin on them. And the curse is for them to die. But I got news for you. Daddy's coming home. Come on, Brother Navarro. You know what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. Dad's coming home. What does that mean? He's going to have to deal with God. And you know what he did? He stepped up and he said, I will take all the sin of the world and I'll put it on my back. And I will show them that I breathed into my love for them. I will protect them at all times. I will be a light unto their path when needed. When the weapons are against them, I will be with them and I will protect them. No weapon shall prosper against them. I will go, who preached it Sunday, I will go before them. Hallelujah, Mark did. I will go before them and I will be behind them. Why? Because I am the husband of the church. And that is my bride. And I will step up and I will fight for them. So the next time you go through a trial, you realize that it's God. He's building that relationship with you. All he wants to do is protect you. He wants to get an umbrella and put it over your head in the rain. He wants to hold your hand, hallelujah, as you walk down the street. God is a lover of the church. Amen. Hallelujah. That's all he wants to do. I wouldn't hesitate to die for my wife. Hallelujah. Seven kids, she better not die. Hallelujah. <laughs> she told me that because I go over to the Ortega every morning. And we talked about death one time, and she said, You better not die. I got seven kids. <laughs> Hallelujah. I feel the Holy Ghost now. Glory to God. But you got to know who you are. These, these, these trials, I got 14 minutes. These trials define you. Hallelujah. They define you. Right? Sometimes I wonder. The trial never stops. And I ask God these same questions. Why? How come? Is it ever going to be smooth? Uh, 
It's not going to be smooth. It's God's way of building a stronger bond with you. It's his way of building that relationship with you. If you don't go through anything with your spouse or with, with, with your, you, you, the person that you love, how can that marriage or that relationship grow stronger? Hallelujah. Going back to the new marriage. It's built over time. I can't imagine being married to someone else. It's been 30 years this year. Right? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I just, just want to impart that to you tonight. I just want to tell you that I, I want to encourage you and tell you that your trial is not in vain. It's not in vain. God has a plan. Hallelujah. And we ask these questions. Man, we, we just never make enough money. Hallelujah. Well, we all got that problem. <laughs> Hallelujah. Why? Because the more money you make, the more money you spend. Right? Hallelujah. Come on. I just want to help somebody tonight. But Jacob came to this, this place in his life. It was a defining moment in his life. It, it was either, hey, we're either going to do this or we're not. Hallelujah. Living for God, I'm never going to tell you it's easy. You're going to go through some stuff. Hallelujah. But you have to, as a person, make up your mind. Every individual has their own time. You're going to come to that point where you're going to be wrestling with an angel. And it's going to define you. And you're either going to make it or you're just going to scrag along. Hallelujah. We used to, when I was young, amen, I know I still look young, but when I was younger, we used to play basketball, and we would line up on the wall, and they would pick teams, and it seemed like I was always the guy that got picked last. It was like they, they stopped picking, and then they just said, you go to that team. That was me, right? I didn't have a shot. But one time, I got picked first. Hallelujah. And I don't know what was wrong with this guy. They knew I couldn't shoot hoops, but I loved, I loved the physical part of it. And I could play defense because I fouled everybody. But I didn't have a shot. My brother, he was a hoopster. He could sh shoot from 20-foot uh, shots all, all day long. Uh, he could pass Brother Foster uh, with the no-look passes, just like Magic Johnson. I mean, he was a good ball player, and he was out of shape, but he was a good ball player. I was a physical player. Every time you'd go up, I'd be in your face, right? Now, if you were tall, I'd be in your, your belly, right? Because I wasn't very tall, and we played with big guys. But I, I, would, I would always uh, be physical, and so one day they picked me. And you know what I did? I acted like it was business as usual. And in my mind, I was going, how in the world did this guy pick me? What's wrong with this guy? I, you know what? I, I, I got to be honest with you guys. Even when I had a layup, I'd, I'd miss most of the time. Not a ball player. That's just, just, I was just physical. I just love the physical part of sports. But I wasn't that finesse guy that could hit, like Mark Waddle, that could hit that 20-footer. I couldn't do that. I could not do that. But he picked me one time. And I was the happiest guy there, but nobody knew it. I just acted like it was, it was, it was business as usual. But this is what God does. 
he sits there and he picks the ones that has never been picked. Hallelujah. He sits there and he's watching you in life and he begins to tug on your heart. And he begins to pull you. And he begins to pull you out of where you were at. Amen. And all he's wanting to do is to build that relationship with you. Hallelujah. So Jacob was here at this place. And he was either going to throw in the towel and call it a night or he was going to live for God. Amen. You're going to come and do a, a time in your life where your name is going to be either remain the same or your name is going to be changed. Hallelujah. I just want to encourage you tonight. When you get to that point, amen. And the angel of the Lord is wrestling with you. I want to encourage you to stay in the fight. Hallelujah. Because if you stay in the fight, there is one that is coming to help you. There is one that is never going to leave you or forsake you. He loves you and he's building that relationship with you. But he wants to prove to you that you are his love. Amen. Hallelujah. So over time, these relationships are built. But you come to this place where it's either going to be yay or nay. Hallelujah. And I want to encourage you tonight. And I want to tell you that you can make the right decision. You're going to come up to times in your life that are tough. But I want you to be encouraged. Hallelujah. 2020, we don't know what it's going to bring for some of us. So I might as well get an early start and start encouraging you and start telling you that you can live for God. Amen. You can live for God in the midst of your storm. Can I get an amen tonight? Hallelujah. So when he got his name changed, hallelujah, he had the anointing in his life because he had come to grips of who he was. He had given it to God. God forgave him, changed his name. And you know what he was ready to do? He was ready to face his enemy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He was ready to face Esau. Glory to God. Amen. There is a name that is greater than all the names we talked about tonight. There is a name that is more powerful than anything you'll ever see in your life. And that name is the name of Jesus. When you are baptized in the name of Jesus, you take on his name in your life. Hallelujah. And that name gives you status. You're not hearing me. Let's go back to the neighborhood. Hallelujah. Let's go back to that trial. Let's go back to the enemy messing with you. When you're baptized in Jesus' name, that name is more powerful than any name that's ever been. Hallelujah. You're not going to need another name if you if you associated with this name. If you are baptized in the name of Jesus and you've received his love gift in your body as a form of the Holy Ghost, you have status in the spirit world. And I want to tell you, you don't have to walk around with your head down anymore. You can walk around with your head up because you have status in Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Come on. Hallelujah. I know it's Wednesday night. But I want you to get this. When you have Jesus on you and he is, you are associated with him. Hallelujah. You have a protector. Hallelujah. There is no name like that name. Hallelujah. There's no name given among men whereby we must be saved. Acts 4.12. There is no name that can defeat him. If you are lost in the desert and you have no water and there's no one coming, remember you have the name. Remember that Jesus is as close as the mention of his name. Hallelujah. You can't lose when you're with Jesus. You can't lose when you've associated yourself with him. You now have power. Hallelujah. You have power to withstand the enemy. Amen, amen, amen. Resources are in that name. Acts 2.38, you're baptized in that name. When you speak that name, demons begin to flee. You have status in the spirit world. You see, but you can't really use that name unless you got the name changed. Hallelujah. It means more coming from somebody who's been buried in that name. Hallelujah. It means more coming from somebody where the spirit of God dwells in that vessel. Hallelujah. If, 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 if somebody out there that don't, doesn't know him says, says Jesus, it's probably just going to be in vain. But if you're there and you got something coming at you and you can't take it by yourself and you stand back and say, I come to you in the name of the Lord, cancer. I come to you, unemployment, in the name of the Lord, divorce. I come to you in the name of the Lord, financial oppression. I come to you in the name of the Lord, revival. I come to you, city, in the name of Jesus. You you are a liar. We're going to have revival. Come on. Why don't we stand? Hallelujah. <clears throat> amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. You got the name of Jesus. You got status. You got power. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can get through anything with that name. If you're buried in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, you got to realize who you are. You have been changed. You now have power. You don't have to be afraid of that little spirit that's been bothering you anymore. You don't have to be afraid of whatever's been haunting you anymore because you have that name. It's associated with you. Your name has been changed. Hallelujah. The Bible says that there is a Hebrew child and he is the heir. But he does not know he's the heir of anything. Because as he is a child, he is treated no different from a servant. He is raised as a normal kid. He has no idea who he is. Come on, I'm talking to somebody tonight. Hallelujah. He has no idea who he is. I'm speaking to some of you who don't even know who you are. You don't even know how much power you have. You don't know that 
you're an heir. But there comes a point in his life where the father grabs him. And he says, come here. I'm going to tell you who you are. Hallelujah. You don't know this, but you're really not a servant. You are a child of the king. You are an heir, Brother Blair. Hallelujah. You are an heir to the king. Hallelujah. So next time you go through your trial, I want you to remember this message. And I want you to remember who you are, who you're associated with. When the pressure comes on the chest and it's overbearing, remember who you are. Remember the name you're associated with. Remember why you're in the trial. What is he doing? He's nurturing that relationship. Hallelujah. It comes over time. Hallelujah. I just want to give you my heart tonight. I just want to encourage somebody and tell you you can make it. You can make it. Hallelujah. You don't have to walk out those doors and never come back. I don't know if I got to you tonight. I don't know if you got the revelation or not. But if you did, hallelujah, will you praise him tonight? Lift up your hands across the building and give him honor. Hallelujah. Come on, give him honor. Give him praise. Hallelujah. You are special to God. You are a plan of God. Hallelujah. The devil has lied to some of you. And he has told you that you're no good. And he has told you that this church doesn't love you. And he has told you to walk out and never come back. But I'm here to encourage you and to tell you that Jesus is your husband. He is the husband of the bride. And he is a fighter for you. He will protect you. He will love you. And he will be there for you. Hallelujah. All across the building, if we could bow our heads and close our eyes. I know it's midweek. I don't think I was too long. If we could just have a season of prayer. I want to open up these altars. And I want to invite you to meet Jesus tonight. If you don't know him, the invitation is going out. Come on. He's here. Hallelujah. Your name.